Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Vicky. Some call me values for victory. Others know me as sweetness or versatile sweetness. I think my favorite name of them all is sweetness. I'd rather people call me V or just whatever you fancy, but that's who I am. Today is an introduction of who I am, what I want to do, where I want to go and how I want to be. It's taken me years and time to really grasp and grab the concept of what direction it is that I want to go in. I'm a gifted individual and I don't know how many of us out there are, are very much like this. And, you know, we have so much passion and talent, yet we're told to take one concept and one direction with that concept and with that talent and for me i just don't want to do that i think for me personally that the best thing one can actually do is to explore every genre every creativity and every curation you've ever had don't give up on yourself don't let anyone stop you from curating i think for me as an artist overall I sing, I rap, I draw, I design, I'm a stylist. I have so much gifts. I even have the power to mediate, to teamwork, to do HR, human resources, and to help with law and legislations. Lately, I've been evolving. So who am I to stop my growth? I don't know how we can possibly put it all together as one whole concept and actually get it out there for everyone to see i think the best thing that you can do in life is to just start with yeah they say start with one and i agree start with one and then combine it with the other one and then combine it to the next one and make all of them happen there must be a middle gap right there's an there's a middle foundation to all of this and i think the trick and the talent and the key is to find that middle piece that collaborates and networks all of your creativity and for me mine has always been communication and i am finding a way to communicate and to deliver all my talents and gifts to the people to the public to the network and to my self-value every single day i'm advancing i'm enhancing and i'm growing and getting better i had a lot of struggles growing up as a child i don't want to talk about that now but this is a bit about what i want to do and what i want to talk about and you know with those struggles i've managed to find a way to create art out of it and to develop talents and techniques and i don't know how i've managed to sustain doing all of this and to keep growing and evolving but I'm 26 now yeah it doesn't sound like it I sound way younger than I actually am or I look younger than I actually am but I'm 26 now and I've achieved a hell of a lot for a 26 year old oh my god sometimes I look back and I think to myself where are you going girl slow the hell down and I'm just like nope life is going I gotta keep up I gotta go at this fast pace I watched my friend on a Facebook channel today talk about ADHD and maybe and having a dialect problem with communication and barriers and I said to him the perception and projection of others is not your responsibility some might say oh I don't understand what you're saying okay there's a way to approach it I learned the the three main types of communication right First being body language, non-verbal communication, and verbal communication. Those are the three types of body, like three three types of communication. Excuse me. The body language is majority of what we use. 
uh, non-verbal is the second one that we use and the actual verbal is the last result we use we respond with body language more than we do with anything else so i said to myself the best answer i can give to my friend is to be who you are to, to, to adapt your weight and just to slow your persona down. And I think it's about adjusting and identifying the way people are responding to the way that they that you're communicating. And a friend of, of ours put it in a way that could be understood so much better than I could ever write it. And I am learning every single day that this is the this is the lesson to be learned. It's it's about understanding how to identify your spectrum and putting it out there in a way that can be understood. So here's my spectrum to you guys. You are versatile, that's what my name is. That's my company name, that's what I'm going to be restructuring my company based upon. My name is going to be Versatile Sweetness, yeah? Or Sweet Versatile, whatever way you think sounds better. But I think my best version of myself is the fact that I am versatile and that name reflects who I am. My name is Versatile Sweetness or Victory's Versatile Sweetness is the shop that we're going to be looking forward to and this is the show. Victory's Versatile Sweetness. Thank you for tuning in. I'm still trying to figure it out but I think I've just nailed it. Victory's Versatile Sweetness. Take one. I hope you enjoyed the first take and I look forward to checking on you guys a bit more. Boom. How about that? Sumpring! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Versatile Victories session two. And today's session, we are talking about love. And I'm going to play a little a cappella, which I think features the very definition of what love is. So I'm going to press play and let it just sit for a minute. And I want you to enjoy this. All right, you ready? Here we go. Carrie, Fly Like a Bird, Studio Acapella. And tonight's session, I'm talking about the definition of love. L-O-V-E. Yeah, yeah. So I was just talking out loud, thinking out loud, Ed Sheeran, thinking out loud. Anyway, yeah, doing all that. Shaz, Naz and Baz. Um, and I was basically saying that love is like flying like a bird. It's the wings that are preparing to take off. It's the soar in the air, 
flying through your wind and the breeze and it's the preparation of coming in for that land and staying grounded and staying put now I don't know how else to put it but I thought that's a really pretty good definition and I was listening to Celine Johnson um one of her songs, Another Relationship. And I was just saying, like, if you can walk out on somebody and if you can literally just go out the door and walk out without walk out on somebody without saying a word, without basically, like, doing anything, if it's easy for you to step on out that door, then, my eyes, you don't truly love that person. And for me, the reason why I say that is because love is hard to walk out on. Um, in the background, I'm going to play some... Mariah Carey, slowly, lowly, because I just think that's a really wicked song, and it just goes perfect with this segment. But yeah, um, I just think that we sometimes forget what it means to soar and fly in love. Even I, I'm not in a hurry to catch flights, if that makes sense. I'm not in a hurry. I'm just staying grounded on the floor. You know when the pigeon is just like pigeons are out here, just out here like pecking around looking at you like give me food give me food that's me like feed me more feed me more knowledge to to love you feed me more knowledge to 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 make my belly full otherwise i'm just gonna keep on pecking and pecking and pecking so you know for me it's like love is a chapter it is a story it is a sound, it is a rhythm, it is a movement, it is, it is joy, it is the inner child meeting their ultimate version of themselves and stepping into that jazz, that bam, it's percussion. Love is literally percussions going off, like pow, 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 every day. And yeah, like you're, you, you know, when you fly in percussion, it carries a sim- simplicity of a note and that note just carries on it's like you see when Mariah Carey hits that high note and everybody's like trying to hit that high note it's that percussion there it's that flat line it's that thin line of of simplicity and it comes with boundaries it comes with bullets it comes with wounds it comes with for goodness sakes, the effing and the blinding, you know. <laughs> but the flaws and all, above it all, you can't walk out on it. You can't walk out on it. And I tell you why you can't walk out on it, because it, you know within yourself, it's gonna hurt. I listened to one of my friends um, on YouTube today, one of my friends has passed, rest in peace, Jack Jack. I walk with you every day in my heart because you was a man that I shared a lot of love with. Not sexually, not mentally, but emotionally. Emotional love I shared with Jack. And he showed me how to to appreciate the simplicity of myself, the little values of myself. And he allowed me to take flight in so many ways. Like, he, he was the guy that let me spread my wings. Have you ever seen a pigeon wash bath? And they soar in, or they, they they put one wing in, and they peck and they peck. Well, that was a, that was me at that present moment. I was cleaning my wings, you know. And I feel like for the past years, I've been cleaning my wings, and I'm now getting ready to take flight. But I'm not ready to lift off just yet, you know. I'm still figuring out the direction I want to head in, 
you know, before taking flight. And what tribe I'm gonna be next year. Um, <laughs> so yeah, catch, catch 22, I think. So tonight's segment was a short one and um, I will leave you with that thought. Maybe someone can get back to me and tell me what you think. But yes, I'm here guys. Um, Versatile Sweetness is here. Um, Victories, Versatile Sweetness is here. This is our show. This is going to be popping off. And we did it. We, this is our second segment. And I appreciate it. And I don't want to ramble too much. But I'm keeping it short and simple. And I think, yeah, like I said before, love is like flying like a bird. You know? Um, know what direction you want to head in before you take flight. And it's not easy for you to walk out the door or to leave the nest or leave the cage without understanding where you're going, you know? So um, keep that in mind. And I say hi, good evening, love, peace, light, and blessings. Versatile sweetness is out. So peace. Bye, guys. Love you. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Sorry guys, just have to do it. Welcome to segment three of Versatile Sweetness. Um show. Uh bloody hell did it messed up again. But who cares? Anyway, I don't because it's authentic and I just gotta do what I love doing, and that's being honest with you. So today, gosh, we're talking about that. <laughs> That, that that racism, that, that standing out in the crowd racism, that, oh my God, are you mad kind of thing. You get me? Anyway, so guys, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if you guys follow my tweets. I'm basically getting at Lambeth, getting at people, getting at the world basically on how we as black people i'm sorry if you're reading this and you're listening to this and you find me racist i'm sorry i didn't mean to come off across as it but it's just the way of life in it but i ain't really sorry though because it's the truth though to my people you understand to the people that don't i'm sorry you just don't get it skip on go to the next one anyways cut back but really and truly we're still in slavery times and i say this because black people don't have anything and um i really want to start talking about it because I went to court yesterday with my sister to resolve an issue with ASBO noise nuisance complaints because my sister has a new neighbour who decided to move in six months ago and start targeting my sister for some bloody apparent reason. Don't know what's wrong with her. Seriously don't know with her. What's wrong with her? But um, we're sitting in the court, yeah, and I watched, literally watched white privilege stand forward like, in front of my face. And the one they've done... Do you know what's so funny about the situation is the entire time I was sitting there, they thought I was my sister. So I think my sister got a very, very unfair trial due to the fact that they thought I was she. Now, I'm not going to lie, yeah? I'm getting sick of walking down the road and people walking into me and thinking it's all right. I'm getting sick and tired of people with their racist remarks. 
I'm getting sick and tired of being told I'm never going to amount to anything. I'm being sick and tired of told that my money goes to the white man. I'm being sick and tired of being told that it's okay for a white person to have more privilege than I. I don't know how you feel about the topic. And I know it's a touch and go kind of touchy subject. But I'm going to talk about it because I'm brave. But before I'm going to do that, I really want to play a little song, yeah? by Wale called Black Lives Matter, just a little piece, yeah, or should I play Black Bonnie? It's a uh, Black Bonnie, that's the one that came up. So we're gonna play a little bit of Black Bonnie, but we're gonna play it nicely. Um, I just feel like you just need to feel the love. Like black people need to be loved more by the world, innit? The world doesn't love us enough, innit? So I'm here to let you know that I'm sorry that we're still enslaved, yeah? I'm sorry that we're still going through this time of enslavement. I'm sorry that the world thinks that we're negative beings. I'm sorry that the world doesn't understand us as people. I'm sorry that our ancestors fought for so much time and century to try and get this off of us, that it's still on us. I'm sorry for all of that. And you know why I say sorry? Because I know there's a lot of you that are out there that's just, just like me, You've got passion in your soul and have that oomph to want to get somewhere, to be somewhere. But you're in the middle of a battle and you just don't know how to get the hell out of it. And you're in the middle of fighting for who you are when all you have done is be born on this planet. So this goes out to my fellow queens because I especially feel like us black sisters, we get it the most. And I watched it yesterday where white supremacy is very much alive, especially in the jurisdiction 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 and in the law public law sector sorry we're gonna have to like edit that or something i don't know say whatever it is in it it's, it's real in it let me just keep it as it is but this is basically how it goes in it like they go into the room and they sit there conspiring how they're gonna let the court run this the show before you actually get in the place and they make a they they stereotype you and then they try to say without prejudice. Oh, Lord Jesus, sanctifying Jehovah. Yeah. They say without prejudice. When damn right you've burnt. You're born prejudice, honey. You're in a society where you wake up in the morning. Your parents, they look at you and they say, hello, baby, you okay? Whereas our parents look at us and say, oh, God, it's going to be a tough day, kiddo. You ready? Do you get it? Not many people do. So, you know, then you go to school. Then you learn about all that white supremacy and how they conquered and invaded everywhere, populated and targeted everywhere, put their flag on everything, divided and conquered us, and then reminded us that we don't have any freedom. All they did was take the chains away. We're still working full labour. Don't get twisted. You work, you pay your money back to the white man. You get rich, you're sitting around the table full of white people. You know, you get there, it's all white. You don't see people your kind. And the reason why you're seeing people your kind today on the television before people start targeting me about that is because we are the population. So, unfortunately, you will see your own kind on TV and you will feel as if they're, they're, they're successfully made it, but they still have to pay the tax man some money. And the tax man is definitely a debit keeper. And he's the bookkeeper for us all, innit? He keeps a tab on all of us, yeah? <laughs> he's the biggest slave master of them all. Do you get it? So, like... Obviously, I can't even lie to you because this is what reality is telling me, innit? This is what I'm waking up to and I just don't think I understand how it makes me feel. Like, I'm really angry now and I don't want to be racist, but I have no other choice but to be... 
You know what I mean? Because I can't not talk about it because they treat me different, bruv. And I'm tired of being treated different. And I want to speak out about it. But it's like they want to own the rights to me speaking on the matter. Like, they get so upset and oppressed. And like, oh my God, a black person trying to attack us again. But you don't understand. Like, we have no history, no culture, no archive. You took everything we own. Then you made a world based upon you as a population and told us we can't fit in. Do you get it? So it's like, who do you think you are? But do you know, like, again, I'm in a world where I have to put up with the bullshit and I'm ready to fight. I don't know how many of you are out there that are like me, that are passionate, but they're tired of sitting in the shadows and we're ready to fight. And we're ready to go to war on it because they are not black. And they don't understand what it means to wake up every day and be black. Because when they walk down the street, they get nodded by the police officer because the police officer is their skin colour. And the ones that are our skin colour, the reason why they sell us out is because the world has told them that it's okay to sell us out because the only way for them to be successful was to be like them. Do you get it? So it's mad. It's hella fucking mad. I don't blame them just the way it is and this is my freedom of expression right here and that i'm not really trying to like pinpoint but i'm pinpointing and i'm just showing you what i experience what i see and i don't know if anybody else is out of that season but this is my segment and this is my podcast and i get to share it and this is what it is so i send this message out to all my black queens my black brothers car you're loved in it and what do you get man what you appreciate you get it Get offended when you say shit, bro. Hey, yo, we go. Let me know when that drop. Yeah, louder. Talk to me different. Let's come up together. Fuck your ex, nigga. If you fuck me better, let's go to Nemus. Let's go to Lennox. Spend a whole check and run a play to get the next one. Let's create the vibe. Let's not take our time. Let's spray paint the Trump Towers letters. You and I. It's you and I. Tell the suicide, or tell the crap, pull us over, ain't no one around, bang. You woke, shorty, protest and party, I know you love nostalgia, I got you bonnies, get it, my bitch with it, her bitch is with it, a snake is on the slippers, if the snake ever get near me, she tell me I got you, that's all for intuition, she tell me I got you, I trust her intuition, and I promise to God I'll follow her intuition, so I tell her I got her with pride or intuition. You need someone, I Talk to you different, but never extra. She like the fact I get aggressive, but I'm not possessive. Bad, but she minus, nah, being honest. Black Bonnie Parker, black Bonnie Rock. Cash at the stash, but she never snatch a quarter. Cause loyalty is everything and everything before. The world never loved me. These girls only lust. But you a woman that got the will to show me the trust. Bang, I'm woke, shorty. I'm growing and maturing. Of course, we not bang robbers. They hate us cause we color. Really should leave the city. Really would if you win it. Really could never get lost. I follow what you feeling, yeah. She tell me I got you, I got this intuition. And of course, guys, you understand the message that's being sent through that song, innit? And this is what I tell you, music is a very important network for us black people in particular because it is our way of expression without being 
What's the word? Criticised, judged or deemed as being too out there. Do you get it? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what else to say to you but that. And uh, if I'm saying this, if Wale is speaking about it, right now, take a look at America, yeah? And the population that's out there. And us black people that live out there. Take a look at your people on the other side of the world. Take a look at Africa. Take a look at all your motherlands and all the places where we belong and where we are from. And tell me what you see. Do you get it? Because as I'm coming up, I'm starting to realise that I'm in this world where I was divinely made and they hate me because I'm divine creation. Like, they, they hate me because everything that they claim that they, they make or they have or they stole wasn't created from us. And they're upset because it naturally comes to us. Like I was saying yesterday, put a black baby on progress, yeah? Put a white baby on progress, yeah? And see how the two develop. The black baby is going to be more gifted than the white baby. And I'm sorry, I don't know why to say it, but it's been shown for centuries, it's been shown for time, that this is what it's about. To get me? So today I'm reaching out to you to tell you, like, my black people, my fellow people, yeah, even though we're still in slavery and we got to wait to get to heaven to see those that, that, that peace that we've been looking for, who knows? We're here for a reason. Maybe we'll share that I was reading this article about us being angels and how God has clipped our wings, we fell in, we walked into a tree and all these kind of things, and God has made us stay down here so that we can teach these people how to love. Because black people, we are made from love. A shit ton of love. Like, when you think about the centuries and the decades of what we've been through and how we still have not retaliated, and we still show these people love by working with them, by working for them, by supporting them, and still giving to them, says a lot about us as individuals. So i got to tell you today, your life matters. And this goes to you, innit? Do you feel me? There are problems across our criminal justice system. There are biases, some conscious and unconscious, that have to be rooted out. Data shows black folks are more vulnerable to these kinds of incidents.
because us sisters and us brothers, we are gifted in a way where we have a way of articulating, of being understood through poetry, through music, through art, through the sound of production, baby. So this goes to you again. And I'm gonna use this channel to uplift and encourage and promote stuff. On evaluating black privilege. Black privilege is the hung elephant swinging in the room, is the memory of a slave ship praying for the Alzheimer's to kick in. Black privilege is me having already memorized my nephew's eulogy, my brother's eulogy, my father's eulogy, my unconceived child's eulogy. Black privilege is me thinking my sister's name safe from that list. Black privilege is me pretending like I know Trayvon Martin on a first name basis. It's me using a dead boy's name to win a poetry slam. It's me carrying a mouthful of other people's skeletons to use at my own convenience. Black privilege is the concrete that holds my breath better than my lungs do. Black privilege is always having to be the strong one. Mm. It's having a crowbar for a spine. Mm. It's fighting even when you have no more blood to give. Even when your bones carried you. Even when your mother prayed for you. Even after they prepared your body for the funeral. Black privilege is being so unique that not even God will look like you. Black privilege is still being the first person in line to meet him. Black privilege is having to have the same sense of humor as Jesus. Remember how he smiled on the cross? The same way Malcolm X laughed at his bullet and there I go again, asserting my black privilege using a dead man's name without his permission. Black privilege is a myth, is a joke, is a punchline. Is the time a teacher asked a little boy what he wanted to be when he grew up and he said alive is the way she laughed when she said there's no college for that and it's tiring, you know? For everything about my skin to be a metaphor, for everything black to be pun intended, to be death intended, black privilege is the applause at the end of this poem. Is me giving you a dead boy's body and you giving me a 10 is me being okay with that. And I tried writing a love poem the other day, but my fingers wouldn't move. My skin starts to blister like it didn't trust me anymore. Jeez. Like it thought I was trading in this news for a pearl necklace. Some days I'm afraid to look into the mirror for fear that a bullet George Zimmerman its way into my chest for hours of sleep. The breath in my mouth is lucky enough to scare a courtroom up. Whoa, Crystal Valentine, Black Privilege, 2015, Fun Cups. If you understood what I just put into this segment here, yeah, you might see this as a negative thing, but this is an awakening. This right here is, is the, is the, is the understanding of who you are, where you come from, what you've been through, what is you're gonna have to face, what you've been facing, who's been facing it, when they've been facing it, why they've been facing it. And the question I put towards you guys is, will it ever change? Who's to know? I can't give you that answer. But I do know that the road we're heading on with this artificial intelligence, I know that the weaponary system is not aimed at white people. It is aimed at us black people. 
The weaponary system of artificial intelligence isn't to outbeat the white man. Remember that. The artificial intelligence system is designed to outbeat us. We have prophesized, visualized, <laughs> and multiplied in knowing what's to come. And they are scared shitless because they fear that we are going to be the retaliation of what they have done. What they don't understand is black people have a heart of gardens. We are the heart of gardens. We are the trees. And I tell these people that you walk through our gardens like we are the bumblebees trying to swarm at you, trying to bring you down and tell you what to be, blood. But I tell these people every day, you won't attack me or mine no more. I have been attacked for 25 years of living on this planet. I just turned 26. And every day I've had to wake up in the morning, every day I've taken a step on the road and I've had to fight for who I am, for no apparent reason. Because society has deemed me not worthy enough, not strong enough, not black enough to even be black. They even want to take the skin colour away from being black. They now call us brown. They don't even call us nigger no more because nigger is a word that we use for applause. My nigger, yay yay, that's my nigger, cheers. We learn to twist the things that we've been through around and we've learned to show these people that no matter how much they break our crowns and our jewels, that we still rise up. We ain't fools. So today I propose to you something new. I propose to you, don't ever forget what you do. I propose to you that we are not through. I propose to you that we are underprivileged. The roars and the rhymes and the flames are so unkind. I'm telling you right now, I'm about to take what's mine. And I'm not doing it in a way where they want us to be the aggressor, the oppressor, or the person, the agitator. (laughs) I want to do it that way. I'm going to do it the way they taught me how to be. I'm going to walk in their way. I'm going to talk in their way. And I'm going to deliver them their own intelligence so that they can understand what it means to be wrong in their own mindset. And when people look at me and want to attack me and challenge me based upon the skin colour, based upon my tone, based upon my voice, based upon my past history or based upon my ancestral growth, I tell them, you better know I am one of the gatekeepers (laughs) at that home. I'm a gatekeeper. And don't you ever forget today that you, as a black-skinned person, are a gatekeeper. (laughs) You have been chosen to hold the gates. And that is why you're going to be tarnished. That is why they're going to challenge you. Because they all want to come through those pearly white gates. And for you that understand this, you're doing well, my friends. My family. My new friends. My welcome newbies and old schemes. And all of you. My doobies, my darbies and my yardies. (laughs) You get it? But boy, there's not much I can say because you kind of get the rhythm of what I'm trying to say in it. So 
I just really want to say something to you guys today that slavery is not over. And I want you to remember that. Remember that when you wake up in the morning, you are being oppressed. When you wake up in the morning, you are being put to test. But the reason why you are going through this is because you're holding and guarding a gate. And that gate is your heaven, your kingdom, your oath. Your oath, your rights to be black. They don't understand what it means to be in our world. They have never had to walk a mile in our shoes. Not in the way that how we have been. We are the largest race, the growing race of pain. And I've never seen any other race out there that is just like us. I'm sorry. I think the Jews came a little bit close. The Israelites, the Muslims, but they're fighting back. Us black people, we don't want to stand together for whatever reason. But we got to be much clever. I love you guys. I love you guys, for real. No matter how much you get angry, no matter how much I get mad at you some days, and I'm like, can we stop calling each other nigga? But I get it. But I realize one thing on this earth means to me. It's my destiny, my purpose. And I've been chosen. I'm an angel. An angel. And I'm here to teach the world how to love me. That is my purpose as a black person. That is my gift as a black person. It's their choice if they reject me. And I don't have to take it in. But I have to learn to be numb to the pain. Which is the hardest challenge of them all. How to wake up in the morning and be a fool. But I promise myself, I'm going to turn numb to it all. Because there's the biggest purpose on this planet. And I tell you one thing. Love. Love can never be broken thin. So, from me to you peeps. <laughs> Victory's versatile sweetness. I'm here. So, I'm here. You're here. We're here. Be strong. I'm out. Hey, Vicky, sweetness. Loving the expression and loving the outpouring and loving the output and loving the... Yeah, loving it. Well done, girl. Well done. Auntie E. Yes, 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 sweet victory, versatile sweetness is in the fucking building. Excuse my French. For those that don't like it, I apologize. But yo, I have something I need to say. And I'm going to keep it short and sweet and simple, but I'm going to say what I have to say. There's no backing music to this because it's a powerful message and I just want you guys all to hear it. Today is a day where I'm coming to an, a, re a realization and analyzation of womanhood, yeah? And I'm telling people today, because we're in National Women's Month, Women's History, whatever you want to talk about, we're going back into the times where we're starting to understand the feminine energy. Like, I keep telling people today that us lot, 
as women, we need to align ourselves with one another, yeah? I feel like the masculine energy of the world is 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 there, but there is a lack thereof of, of feminine energy. I feel like I'm not supported a lot. I can speak from my own experience. This is just my person. There's no statistics, there's no debates, there's nothing about it because it's my personal experience. But there is a lack thereof when it comes to the feminine movement of energy, when it comes to supporting one another in this universal alignment. I've come to a place where I've come to realise that my mandem are always motivating me. They're always lifting me up, making me feel powerful, making me feel strong, making me feel like I'm loved. But then when I go to my sisters now, I feel like there's like a lack of energy there. Like there is a love-hate situation where you love me for who I am, but you hate me for the very my very my experience my purpose like there is an envy there is a jealousy there is a greed there is a want there is a there is too much and that lack thereof is sending out reciprocal alignments to the world and we as women need to form you know that when Beyonce was saying formation bruv that's what it's talking about these kind of tunes and these kind of things it's like women need to stand up now like we are so belittled in this society, bruv. Like, our voices are not heard enough. There is not enough things for women to, to really do. Like, it is a fight between us and the world. Like, I feel like women are constantly fighting the world to prove who they are. It has to be a constant battle. It has to be an argument. It has to be a debate. We can't actually do things without being questioned. And that, for me, is a problem. Now, if I had sisters who would back my argument more times and stand up behind me and be like, yo, this is a movement that I am. This is a movement that I'm not following, but I am. There's a big difference between movement of following and a movement of who I am there's a big difference between that and if you can see that energy and if you can feel that energy and you can feel that vibration of saying yeah boom sis that's who I am like I'm in a group called sisters like me mothers like me brothers like me do you know what I mean like these kind of things you know what I mean women like me that's what it's called women like me that group yeah and they are like me, but the movement is not there. There's 200 women in this group and I only see five reciprocal energies actively motivating and pushing individuals. Let me tell you something, yeah. I am so sick and tired of being challenged by my own feminine energy. I am so sick and tired of being challenged, let me repeat that, by my own feminine energy because it is a mirror of me. You have breasts, you have bum, you have teeth, you have a vagina, sorry, sensitivity, bleep, 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 yeah? You have pum pum, you have everything up in there that I have. You have the exact same thing. You have hair, you can put weave, you can pierce your nose, you can pierce your belly button, you can shit out the same ass. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you sh- not, not exactly the same ass, but the same thing. It's just a different shape or different size, but we have the same reciprocal energy. So therefore, you are the same mirror of me and I am the same mirror of you. So why is there a jealousy or a hatred or a lack of movement between us? That is my question. And I, I, don't, I don't understand. Yes, we are mothers, we are sisters, we are aunties, we are, we, are, we are so much to the society. And without us, the world cannot function. So why are we deteriorating? Why are we as individuals deteriorating from our own sister and womanhood? I don't understand. So for me, my, my, this podcast is just to bring in awareness. This is a Women's National Awareness Day, isn't it? 
So my nationality is, is when is it that time going to come where we as feminine energies become reciprocal? When is the movement of reciprocal feminine energy going to be in alignment? Because there is an imbalance. And when people tell me, no, there isn't, there is. There's an imbalance about our hair. There's an imbalance about our, our bum. There's an imbalance about our skin, about our race. There's an imbalance about our culture. There's an imbalance about our belief. There's an imbalance about our race. So when are we as sisters going to draw the line and say that we are one? We are the mirror of what we see. Her breast is the same breast as mine we are the main people in this world as women that get breast cancer yeah that is a movement that is a fear that is an issue that only we as women will ever know men will not be able to experience that one in five men one in eight women experiences leaving the 2.2 percentage of men to actually get breast cancer which is not necessarily known yeah so we as women already have a disease or have an issue that can affect us all on a national worldwide spectrum now why can't we see that as an energy bruv like for me i don't get it but all i'm saying is there's a time and there's a place and it's now the world we're about to enter into is about to transform us as a whole nation we have suffered, we have beaten ourselves down, we have divided ourselves enough, we have walked behind each other enough. When are we going to stand side by side? When are we going to become the line, the wall, yeah, the Chinese wall around the world? Because this is what the issue is. There was a balance of feminine energy in this world. Do you know how strong our sisterhood would be? Picture in your mind standing next to someone who says i am and picture a line of all of us standing in alignment and holding hands people want to say it's impossible i don't believe so but i don't know what it is that within us that we hold grudge to that we hold faith to what we hurt we lack the abundance of but i know that the more we are out of tune or out of line with one another and the fact that we keep pushing each other down is the more this world is going to suffer and why the world because it's mass motherhood is masculine and feminine energy you can't have one without the other whether you're a woman and you've trans transgender into a man whether you're a man transgender into a woman it's masculine and feminine energy it's still masculine and feminine energy whatever energy is it's still one or the other but the only imbalance that there is the majority of the imbalance comes from a feminine energy not from a masculine energy and that's why today we as sisters struggled struggle to have relationships why we struggle to, to to build foundations why we struggle because one in london right now entrepreneurship for black women alone is a struggle to have your own business in london alone is a struggle yeah because nobody wants to support a single individual woman now if i was a group I'm a business owner, yeah? And if I had a group of black women or, or whatever, mixed cultured women or whatever, if I had a group of women with me who were standing with me saying, right, this is what we believe and this is what we fight for, they could not ignore us. So why is it they cannot, they can, they can ignore us as individuals, but they can't ignore us as groups. Now that tells me we need to line up. Our bamba clock star, we have to line up. You understand? So like, all I'm saying, this message goes out to you, man, innit? Because I ain't done a pod in a minute. In a minute. So this is my, my podcast. Versatile Sweetness's rant.
This is my rant about womanhood and this is my spectrum and this is my vision and this is what I see and this is my experience. And so my understanding, women, we as women need to unite. We need to stand together and we need to step up because the world has beat us down for too fucking long and I feel like the struggle is enough for us to bear and I think it's time that we all start bearing our struggles that we all are in reciprocal alignment to together rather than facing it alone. Do you understand? Because my girl, my sister, my brother, my my best friend, my other half, whatever the hell you want to call yourself, we are experiencing the same issues no matter where you are around the world, we are experiencing the same issues as we go along. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah? There is real discrimination when it comes to women. Us as women, yeah? As us girls, yeah? There's real discrimination. And if we don't start to change that, and obviously we can't go around, yeah, marching. I don't think marching is the right way to do it. I'm sorry, I don't think marching is the right way to do it. I think it's about re-educating, yeah? Re-changing re- the knowledge, yeah it's about finding a formula it's about embedding an equation it's about embedding an equation that is can be a formula to the next generations so that they can't change that embedment embedment yeah so that we as individuals can stand together because we need to do that we need to start now the power of of womanhood is now and i'm 26 i'm saying this i'm young i've been 16 i've been 17 i've been 18 i've been with the attitude i've had the ups and downs yeah i've been through it i've been through the first boyfriend crush to the last boyfriend crush yeah do you understand so like you know i've been through it we're all going through it you know there is someone out there that's been through what you've been through in it and if we had people, role models or people that can align and say, right, this is what I went through and this is how I should have dealt with it because we don't have enough sisters saying, right, boom, this is how we should have dealt with it. you got one in five people, one in eight people stepping up saying, I want to be a role model, yeah, or want to give back to the community. We need more sisters out there. I am one of those people. I'm one of that one in eight people that are trying to provide the next generational formula or equation to society at the same time while challenging and facing society as a whole so i don't know if anyone's picking up on this vibrational frequency so i'm stepping to you lot but here is what i have to say and i love you guys and i love my sisters (laughs) i love you guys but it's time for us to unite you see me boom